This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen, presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Top line. Top line just got this. Yes, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that was my fault. There we go. Oh, she does it again. Welcome back to another edition of the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. I'm your co-host, Richie Herod, and I'm here at the Herod Outdoors headquarters by myself. And you can tell because it's pretty quiet. Bobby and Britton tend to liven the place up, but uh, here I'm by myself. And I, although I do have coffee, today it's not special because, you know, drinking by yourself just, uh, well, probably not the best idea. Uh, we've been pretty busy lately. Britain has come down with the sniffles, and Bobby's dealing with some family issues at home. We'll wish him the best, but he'll be back with us soon, we're hopeful. Been a busy time, like I said. We are just returning from the Washington Sportsman Show in Puyallup, preparing to head to the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show in Portland, Oregon next week. And hopefully if you're listening to this podcast as it's posted, you can come by and visit us. If you're listening afterwards, these sportsman shows are a great place to come visit us in person. Max Luer and Herod Outdoors both have booths at these shows, and we would love to meet you in person, talk hunting and fishing, take a look at all the great products that Max Luer has to offer, and obviously uh, we have a lot of things in our booth to look at as well, our workshop products and our new fishing rods, all kinds of things, our seasonings and barbecue sauce. They're just a fun time visiting with everyone at those shows, so... If you're around, come on by and give us a visit. We'd love to see you. Today, we have a short topic. I was recently over in Spokane visiting with our buddy Bobby Schindelar from the Western Ice Fishing Association. And we talked a little bit about what the ice fishing season's been like, an event that they attended, which is pretty interesting. He'll tell you about that. So without further ado, here's my discussion with Bobby. Today I've come to Spokane for some other business and I thought, hey, it's a good time for me to catch up with our friend Bobby Schindelar, talk a little bit about ice fishing and some of the special events you've been involved with. So thanks for taking time with me. I'm glad to be here, Richie. So uh, we've talked to uh, you and your wife before about ice fishing. You guys did a real good job kind of giving folks some ideas about the Western Ice Fishing Association you're part of and safety on the ice and i thought maybe today we'd talk a little bit just uh what's an update like how has the ice season been it's been a little different this year hasn't it it has been you know we started off the year really really good for the northwest we had some really cold temperatures starting early in uh, november and into early december and the ice production on most of our lakes was uh, really good. And then as we moved into mid-December, the weather completely changed on us. And we had some extremely above-normal temperatures. And the uh, ice production basically stopped. And in some ways, it, uh, we started losing ice because we were seeing even rain across many parts of the Northwest. So that was a kind of a, a surprise, really. We th- was looking like we were going to have a really good ice year, and then conditions just totally changed. As we moved into early January, things started to cool off again. Uh, we had really bad slush conditions uh, for you know most of December on a lot of the lakes, and uh, it wasn't very good. But then we started getting back into ice production. So 
even right now we're into uh, early February and the, the amount of ice on our lakes is still less than normal. And so we're expecting that the ice is probably going to come off of a lot of our lakes earlier this year than what we have seen in past years. Yeah, I've noticed uh, going up to Lake Roosevelt and Banks Lake, you know, it was frozen for a while and there was a lot of people ice fishing out on Banks, which was cool. I drive by there quite a bit. I did notice that it's almost gone. And as a matter of fact, we've had some uh, folks go through the ice yeah, up there. So uh, this is a time of year that people really need to pay attention, would you say? Yeah, you know, in the early part of the ice season and then also when we get into the later part of the ice season, we need to have caution. And with the uh, ice potentially coming off or thinning sooner than we, we've seen in the past, folks just need to be extra cautious, you know, check your ice conditions, watch the weather. Uh, you know, ice fishing is a, is a safe sport. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, with most sports, there are hazards. And so this is one hazard that uh, can be avoided, but you got to take your due diligence Check your ice yourself. Don't just rely on what people are saying the ice is. Uh, you know, just follow that threshold. If you have less than four inches of ice and you're walking out on foot, uh, be extra cautious. Yeah, I know that people get excited because they caught fish. And it's like, I still want to go, but there's a time, you know, and it'll be open and you can fish again. But, you know, don't go on the drink. That's what we want. Don't, don't fall in. Exactly. You know, and as we get into later ice season, what a lot of times happens is the fishing picks up. People are catching more fish. The fish are very active as the water is slowly warming up. It's the pre-spawn period. Those fish are trying to put on some, uh, you know, a little extra weight to get them through the spawning cycle, and the fishing is getting better. So there's that lure to get back out on the ice. So, you know, nobody's life is worth a, a fish. So just have fun, but, uh, you know, be wise and uh, make smart decisions out there when you're on the ice. What did, what did you guys fish for this year? Did you focus on anything in particular? Did you try some new places? Kind of, tell me, give me a little thumbnail of what happened. So the ice conditions, you know, as I mentioned, you know, uh, that kind of drove our pattern of where we would normally fish in the past. So we tried some new places in northern Idaho up in the Panhandle. And this year we focused more on panfish. We found some great places to catch uh, bluegill and perch and crappie. You know, it was just a lot of fun. So we like to explore, try new lakes on occasion. And uh, then we also have our go-to lakes. And, you know, we made a few trips down to Lake Cascade, catching those jumble yellow perch. It's always a blast. Uh, that's still considered like one of our favorite lakes. So uh, speaking of uh, Lake Cascade, you did something kind of special there recently. I wanted you to talk about that, the uh, event that you were part of. Last weekend, we were uh, very fortunate to be a part of uh, a fundraiser tournament that was hosted by uh, firefighters in uh, uh, central Idaho. Uh, this was on Lake Cascade, and it was uh, a fundraiser ice fishing tournament for the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Uh, the foundation does uh, incredible work uh, supporting the families of firefighters that have you know, tragically uh, died in the line of duty or have been seriously hurt. Uh, this is a foundation that helps support families during these difficult times with uh, financial support. And so this tournament was uh, put on to raise funds to support that foundation. And you guys raised a lot of money. We do. And uh, it was, you know, we've got some great donors. Uh, part of what we do with the Western Ice Fishing Association is we work with our sponsors, provide opportunities for auction items and for raffles, things like that to help uh, raise uh, uh, funds for, the, for this foundation. And a couple of our sponsors, uh, including 
our partner with this podcast uh, donated. That's right. Uh, Worksharp Knife and Tool Sharpeners uh, is a great partner. Uh, they're very good about uh, helping, you know, these kinds of events and supporting them. Uh, also, Max Lure was a, a good contributor as well. Uh, they provided uh, some lures uh, to help us with uh, some fundraising packages. It makes me proud that uh, we are affiliated with companies like this that uh, can, you know, that go that extra mile, that they see the value in what the foundation does. And it provides us an opportunity to also teach people about the products that are out there and what's available. And these these companies really are great partners in supporting events like this. So um, I'm assuming that probably would be done again next year if folks kind of wanted to you know, either go to the, to the event or they want to donate, um, could you give them some suggestions of what to do? Yeah, so uh, announcements will be made for this uh, event next year. Uh, this is uh, with the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Uh, they host it on their website and their Facebook page. Uh, we had about 90 folks that uh, participated in the tournament this year, which is the, the biggest number that we've had so far. This is uh, our fifth year doing this tournament. This particular year, we raised nearly $14,000 to support uh, firefighter families in need through the foundation. And uh, it's just a great feeling to know that this money is being used for uh, good things, for good reasons. Right on. Good deal. If folks want to get involved with that next year, just where, where should they go? You can look for it on the Western Ice Fishing Association Facebook page, as well as the Wildland Firefighter Foundation Facebook page. They'll post the announcement of when the tournament will be held next year, and you can register online. Well, I don't know if I have a whole lot else. Uh, you know, I'm kind of waiting for the ice to go off, quite frankly, Bobby, because I'm ready to get out on the open water. I know that there's been a little bit that we've been doing on Roosevelt. Are you uh, getting ready for open water season? Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, I, I, my heart is with ice fishing, but I also enjoy the open water. You know, I'm looking forward to getting out there. But for those of you that are, you know, still on the ice, that are out there uh, chasing fish, uh, just one little tip that I want to pass on is that we've been using the sonic bait fish, uh, 16th outs for the panfish, uh, especially for the perch. And uh, some of our favorite colors that have been uh, working well for us is the orange and white, and also the white and black, uh, and, and the pink. Uh, there's also the chartreuse color. That's also another one to go to, but uh, uh, sonic bait fish has been uh, putting fish in the bucket. So... Uh, make sure you got a few of those uh, when you head out on the ice. Well, that's for sure. And that's what we did last fall in open water, catching really nice walleye with sonic bait fish. So it's a, it's a go-to no matter if it's open or closed. But you have a new boat, so I'm kind of jealous. I do have a new boat. And uh, I received the boat uh, late last year, and I was only able to get it on the water a few times myself. Uh, part of that was just, you know, getting familiar with the boat. And so I'm really anxious to getting out the, the new boat, getting into the spring and uh, uh, putting it to the test. So there's uh, definitely uh, lots of fish in its future. He's got a Lund like I do. I have an 18-footer, and I really wanted to go to a 20. And then, of course, my buddy here buys the 20 and like, hey, come look what I got. And I'm like, oh, God, you dog. <laughs> you going to take me out? I will. So uh, – <laughs> I was fortunate enough to get the Lund Fisherman. It's one of their newest models that they brought back from past years. They have hasn't been in production for quite a while, but uh, the layout of the new Fisherman is uh, pretty sweet. And so I'm really looking forward to putting it through the test. And Richie, you're welcome to join me anytime. That's all I have, I guess, is just to join him. My boat's wonderful. We both uh, got our boats down at Valley Marine there in Yakima with Dan. So he's one of my sponsors. And uh, go see Dan, and he'll put you in one. Uh, they're a great boat, so... Well, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time speaking with me. Glad to be here, Richie. Thanks for the opportunity. 
I really enjoyed talking with Bobby and hearing about the event that they assisted with, donated money to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. What a great event that was. And we'll be back next week with some other topics. We've had some great interviews, and we're looking forward to sharing our interviews with some folks around the Northwest with you. So until next week, we'll talk to you later.